The Word of God for our meditation this morning comes from Matthew chapter 16, verses 13 through 18. Now when Jesus came into the district of Caesarea Philippi, he asked his disciples, Who do people say that the Son of Man is? And they said, Some say John the Baptist, others say Elijah, and others Jeremiah or one of the prophets. He said to them, But who do you say that I am? Simon Peter replied, You are the Christ, the Son of the living God. And Jesus answered him, Blessed are you, Simon Bar-Jonah, for flesh and blood has not revealed this to you, but my Father who is in heaven. And I tell you, you are Peter, and on this rock I will build my church, and the gates of hell shall not prevail against it. The tallest building in the world is a Burj Khalifa in Dubai. It stands 2,722 feet tall. When you stand at its base, you can barely even see the top of its spire. It is one of the most beautiful feats of architecture in our modern world. And one of the more impressive aspects of it is its foundation. The foundation of this building only goes down 164 feet, and yet it could support a building that stretches up half a mile into the air. Because of this solid foundation and its structural integrity, the tallest building in the world can withstand harsh winds and other natural disasters while only swaying a meager four to five feet side to side. Now, Scripture often uses the concept of foundation to illustrate the life of a Christian as a member of the Holy Christian Church. Paul writes to the Ephesians, So then you are no longer strangers and aliens, but you are fellow citizens with the saints and members of the household of God, built on the foundation of the apostles and prophets, Christ Jesus himself being the cornerstone, in whom the whole structure being joined together grows into a holy temple in the Lord. In him you are also being built together into a dwelling place for God by the Spirit. Now what Peter says here in Matthew is saying the same thing that Paul says to the Ephesians. Peter's confession about Christ, uh, Christ is the foundation of the church of God and remains our foundation to this day. This confession that Jesus is the Christ, the Anointed One, the Messiah, is the Son of the Living God, has in it the whole truth of the Gospel, and it is the very core of our faith. Now this is why Jesus says, Blessed are you, Simon Bar-Jonah, for flesh and blood has not revealed this to you, but my Father who is in heaven. And I tell you, you are Peter, and on this rock I will build my church and the gates of hell shall not prevail against it. This confession only came to be because God had created faith in Peter's heart. It was a confession of faith. And the same is true for you and me. We can only make this confession because the Holy Spirit has revealed to us who Christ is and his work of atonement in our place. It is this confessing of Christ and his work as Savior that will prevail against the gates of hell. That isn't to say that Satan won't try to rail against your foundation. In fact, he almost always 
constantly trying to crack your foundation or throw you off of it. You may not notice it now, while you are here at Emmanuel, but when you go out into another school or get a secular job, it will be different. God is not at the forefront, and Scripture is not seen as the source of absolute truth that it really is. The temptation is to abandon your firm foundation of Christ and get along with the world. It's harder than it sounds to stay away from this, isn't it? No one likes to be on the outside. No one likes to be ostracized or disliked by other people. But what are you giving up in exchange for getting along? Well, later in this chapter, Matthew, Jesus says, For what will it profit a man if he gains the whole world and forfeits his soul? Or what shall a man give in return for his soul? For the Son of Man is going to come with his angels in the glory of his Father, and then he will repay each person according to what he has done. This is Satan's goal. To get you to leave the firm foundation of the Son of God crucified for you, and to build your life on the faulty foundation of being acceptable to all things and be one of the world rather than just in the world. He wants you to forfeit your soul and lose your God-given inheritance of eternal life. What did Jesus say to Peter? Against this confession, the gates of hell cannot and will not prevail. You have an invincible security building on the foundation of Christ. That is the power of the work that Christ came to do. His love so great that he was born into a state of humility. He not only put himself under God's law, but also the law of the Roman government. In every aspect of the divine authority of God and civil authority of the government, he did not fail to keep every law perfectly. He even put himself under the unjust ruling of Pontius Pilate, which sentenced him to death on the cross. Not once did Jesus act in a selfish nature. But all of these things he did in your place and mine, so that you may receive his righteousness. This work of Christ was confirmed by God, was confirmed as true through Jesus' resurrection from the dead. Without the resurrection, his death would have been meaningless. But because Christ did rise, you in fact are a child of God. And because you are a child of God, you are an heir of God and a joint heir with Christ. Your inheritance? God has given you the eternal word of truth and has promised to protect you and preserve you in his word against the thralls of Satan. Without a firm foundation, architects would have an extremely difficult time building the massive skyscrapers that we see today. Everything must be done right according to the smallest detail or else the building could very easily fail. Satan would love nothing more than to rip you from the perfect foundation. 
So keep on building on that solid foundation you have that is Christ. Stay rooted in His Word. Trust in His sacrifice for you because His act of unconditional love is the one thing that carries you from this burdensome world to the place of eternal peace in heaven. Amen. We'll close this morning by singing hymn 465 verses 1 and 4.